All right, guys, welcome back to Surviving Hollywood. I'm Johnny Ray Diaz. I am Aaron Arnold. I'm Austin Arnold. And we just sat down with the uh, fantastically talented actress, Olivia Dudek, uh, which is, she is going to be appearing in the new film, Anna, which is set to come out in theaters sometime late next year, I think she said. Mm-hmm. She said you're late, this, to, late this year. This 2020, year. 2020, you said you're going to have to follow her um, in order to find out the exact details. And the movie's about a ballerina turned stripper who needs to strip to save her mom in the hospital. It sounds like a version of true romance combined with... The Ringer. Uh, Remember how Johnny, hey, Johnny, Johnny Knoxville hey, had to save Whoa, his, well, with Johnny the Knox- mentally challenged people? Well, Johnny Knoxville had to save his, um, Steve, uh, you know, the guy in the hospital. Yeah, when did, when did we get ice cream? Yeah, that <laughs> it's a tale, as, it's a, you know, it's a story as old as time. It's, right. uh, it's one that uh, people like to see. I thought this was a great conversation um, and speaking of this conversation, one of, when we first started this podcast, Aaron told us personally, I want to be the Artie Lang. I want to be sort like of, back like months ago. Yeah, month, like yeah, half a year ago. When the idea originated. I said, I want to be the Artie Lang like from the Howard Stern show or like the Charlemagne from the breakfast. M- meaning club. what? Meaning um, I want to be like, you know, Charlemagne. G- g- yeah, give the guest a little pushback a little bit. Is well, that what that's you're getting at? what <laughs> happened today. And boy, did you push back, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, there was definitely moments where I felt like you were really kind of challenging a little bit challenging the guests a little bit yeah, pushing but it's, back it's, it's not from lack of love because i actually really liked olivia um, she was great yeah it started out um well because today was the day when the city of los angeles was honoring kobe bryant from the lakers celebration of life and she's a big lakers fan so we started talking about that now i had to be honest and say um it was a tragic death of course um but i was never a fan of kobe so that came off as as if i was being negative a, l- a little bit i mean i think we're all, all was, Co- i'm a kobe i'm a kobe fan now you know with everything and it was all in good fun it was just funny to kind of you know get to know everybody's I, getting I guess to know that's, each other that started the ball rolling because um i don't know it just seemed like me and her had a little uh, game of uh cat and mouse <laughs> if she was the cat and i was the mouse yeah you're the mouse buddy. <laughs> definitely definitely um but so that was a lot of fun and then made it for an interesting conversation. But she also talked about the movie, which uh, is going to be pretty cool. And she also talked about working with uh, Refn, one of my favorite directors on Too Old to Die Young. She kind of dove into that. And she talked about the book she's writing. A memoir, even a memoir. though she's in her 20s. Yeah. And you challenged her on that too. I just said, like, <laughs> is, this, is this part one or... Challenger, it's called a conversation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're right. I should have just lied. You know, I said, all right, I keep talking like Johnny was doing. Right. But, you know, she shares some story, like she shares some stories about it and it was interesting and yeah. she's, you know, seems like she's gone through a lot of different things. Yeah. She seemed like she'd be like great to hang around with on set. Like she's very easy to talk to, you know, joking around and stuff. Yeah. You even question her about her social media presence. Like if you look at her on her Instagram, Olivia Dudek, all the pictures, she's very serious, looks like very like sexy and like, what, what did she, fierce is the word? Yeah, like a little bit fierce. I sure. Just, like she looked like, could have been like a Lakers cheerleader type to me. So I was very surprised how approachable and like chill she was to talk to. Oh, ease off, buddy. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. Anyway, this she was- going to be a great episode. She, she, was, uh, she was a great guest. Uh, and uh, she had a lot of information to share about carrying a film, which I thought is really important. And yeah. um, I think you guys will really like this podcast. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. She's welcome to come back anytime. One of my favorite guests yet. If, you know, she's cool with you being here. Yeah, I might have to leave. Hey, and also anybody in the Los Angeles area, March 15th, Sunday, come out and see me and Jake McPherson at the Pasadena International Film Festival. Green Mama playing Sunday at 4 p.m. Have a great pod.
Did you just plug a different movie at the beginning <laughs> of our not, intro? Can we not plug our things? Yeah, we should. We have yeah, things. absolutely. We, should, we totally should. And Jake McPherson was a guest here. Yeah, right? Jake McPherson was a guest. and he's Another great. guest I pushed back a lot on. And he, well, that's fun. It's fun for... Yeah, it's fun. Anyway, we can plug roll stuff. it, guys. Anyway, whatever you want, anything goes. You, you said want. you set the rules here. We don't even. He said whatever I want. That's right. Within well. reason. <laughs> All right, we'll just leave the, huh? Nothing. Nothing. So you were saying you're a Lakers fan, right? Yeah, for sure. Today, today was a a tough day. Yeah. Celebration of life. A big day. Yeah. I wasn't there. My pastor got to go. I think he got to go before. I don't know. A lot of other people went in because he took out, did a really cool shot of um. Like all the empty seats. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. you're a Lakers fan and Kobe fan. Yeah. Well, I think you, I think you have those go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, how could you not? For That's, sure. But we were Cavs fans, so. Oh. I'm actually a Suns so, fan. So, so I always so. thought of Kobe as the enemy growing up in Ohio. But. Oh, everyone does give me a hard time because I was partially raised in Seattle. So everyone's like, Lakers, what? If they are like the Lakers because they're like. Traitor. Sonics. I know. Were you born in Seattle or here? I was born in L.A. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah that's where the roots are. Mm, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay. but most people that I spent time in Seattle with don't know that. So they're like, so they I see. Traitor. But <laughs> no, I'm not a traitor. Lakers for life. But um, okay. yeah, when I came out to LA, I will have to say going to a Lakers game was one of the coolest things I did. Um, I think I, I gifted my boyfriend at the time um, tickets and we had really good seats. I'm a good gifter. I mean, we had like floor seats. No, but I think Close. they were just all reserved. I think oh, those were all okay, like okay. season ticket holders. Boyfriend at the time, so you guys mm-hmm. broke up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. He didn't gift me as well. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> he didn't say but, thank you for the tickets. No, but um, no, it was such a cool game, and um, yeah, I just think yeah, going to that venue, I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just made you feel like you weren't really in L.A. You know. Right. Like the center, the Staples Center, so it's epic. It's so huge. Like, Where it's am massive. I? And the players were right there, and they were giants, and it was just. That was one of my favorite experiences. Do you have like, uh, besides that, is there like a favorite memory specifically of Kobe? Like mm-hmm. where you were like, man, this one time. The only thing you can like about Kobe is he won championships. Am I right? Yeah. Other than that, mm-hmm. he, was, he was a great Pe- father. People have stories. Yeah. People have stories. I thought it was right. cool how he coached his, his daughter like that. Right. Yep. Really cool. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely the yeah. saddest part by far. Yeah. It is sad, but I was never a fan. And I'm not going to pretend like I was now that he's dead. <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, Ouch, dude. but I mean, I feel like it's now it goes to show it's more about the legacy. You know, right. he's gone, but we're talking about him now. We're talking about his coaching. We're talking about how he was as a father. We're I'm talking su- about how he was as a. I'm surprised on all the mentor. buses in Los Angeles they had you know rest in peace Kobe on every mm-hmm. single public bus. Well, I mean, he was so iconic to L.A. But you I can't c- think of L.A. without Kobe. I was just Im- impressed like, that he must have been a huge part of the city. Oh, <laughs> dude, he what? Totally was. Anyways, <laughs> we're here with, go, go with it. film star <laughs> Olivia Dudek. She's here to talk about film and how she got started. Olivia, what's going on? Um, nothing. <laughs> oh, no, something. How'd you get a into A lot of things, actually. Yes, I've been very busy. And a I'm lot very of tired. But um, it's, it's a good tired, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know that tired where you're like, you have to just stretch yourself that extra 10%, and it's like that. It's always that, you know, the 11th hour feeling that, and then it's that super productive extra 10%. So 
Well, you've been making the rounds. We saw you and friend of the pod, Alberto, Mm -hmm. uh, going to all those events. Oh, yeah. Alberto um, and Shane Callahan that was on the show. Oh, Shane. Shane's awesome. It's so fun to go to events with them or if I'll see him there. You know, and it'll be like photos or stressful situation and I'll see them and then they'll just, cr- as you know, they'll crack me up and it's right. great. And then like, I'll be feeling like I have to be super serious on a red carpet or in uh, some situation. And then they'll just be like, I don't know, maybe it's because they're dudes, but then they'll be like <laughs> making funny faces like right. against an Oscar. And I'm just like, okay, I guess I don't have to take myself so seriously. So. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy it. Right. Yeah, enjoy the so, process. Yeah. It's good to have people around for those kind of stuff. What do you do at the Oscar? Red carpet or party or whatever you want to. Oh yeah, well let's see. I was with them at the Griot after party, and um and yeah. What's the goal there? Is it like the goal is to talk to people? Like do you have a, like certain people you want to talk to, or like? Well, the there are many different parties, as you know. I mean, Vanity Fair is a huge one, but that one in particular yeah. is all about diversity and inclusion, and that's what they represent. And so and you're, yeah. you're Mexican. Yeah. Uh, how, well, how did you know that? Number one, <laughs> read up on all your interviews. I wow. have so many questions. That's very <laughs> impressive because I get a lot of different guesses, but all of a sudden um, you're just stereotyping her. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, yeah, I just, people don't usually guess that, but I'm half Spanish, um, from my father's side and then half, um, like Russian Ukrainian. Okay. Actually, cause to me, you don't look Mexican. You hacked her yeah. email. Um, my dad, <laughs> my dad doesn't either. Um, he looks more like a Spaniard I mean but it's kind of hard to say because he didn't really know his birth father and so that lineage is very lost and so it's a goal of my sisters and I to like you know do that now is one of your family members born in Mexico then or your parents were from here I mean no my parents are both born in Los Angeles okay they met in Los Angeles okay started to raise us in Los Angeles when Kobe was number eight (laughs) (laughs) I do let him go dude let him go Just kidding around. We get you don't like him. No, I, I, it's a tragic death. Don't get me wrong. And it's sad that he died. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> this guy's the jokester of the pod. Okay. So what do people usually think you are, you said? I get a lot Armenian a lot. Yeah. Definitely. Do you live in Glendale? I do not. Okay. No. I used but to live uh, in Glendale and I used to get her all the time. Oh, okay. uh, my friend, you are. And then they start talking in Armenian and I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. And then they get upset because you don't know the language. Oh, it's a lot of, actually, it's a lot of Armenians that think I'm Armenian. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I wish I spark. I guess that's good for acting though, right? Yeah. Well, you know, actually, I feel like when I first came to LA, you know, because I am uh, like, you know, ethnically ambiguous, it was really helpful commercially, I'm sure, mm-hmm. as you guys know. And Budweiser. So, yeah, I did that. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Wait, are, are you guessing or you actually knew? I thought, no, I, I read it up on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but go on. Um, but yeah, commercially, I always did very well because when I came here, ethnically ambiguous, I, I think that term was like just on the map. And like, I mean, to people that have been actors for a while, it's like they understand it. I, don't, I mean, it's pretty straightforward what it means. But I, I wish think, I was ethnically ambiguous. Well, maybe for commercially, but theatrically, it's actually... I don't know, in uh, my experience, mm. um, for everything I was going out for, it helped to just like speak universally, internationally, you know, like sell really beer. Sure what you are exactly to sell beer mainly. <laughs> when you were going out theatrically, um, what were you kind of getting thrown so, into like audition wise? Well, theatrically, I, th- I think the best example, um, the things I would go out for were things like, uh, like Disney Channel, but very specifically like like I was up for the Power Rangers for a very long time. Okay. And in that situation, um, Megaforce. I don't know what number I mean, it what was. color? Green Ranger all the way. It, well, it was pink. I mean, I, yeah. I, I like signed the test option agreement for that one. That Respect. was like, I was very close. And that was for pink, but I originally started auditioning for yellow. 
And then like they were mm. calling me back and then one call back, they were like, actually, we want you to repaint Would have gone now. with the pink. Would have gone but with pink. Pink is the... I yeah. know. I was so excited. But so in that situation, I mean, Power Rangers, that's a huge franchise. Sure. And so I'm sure you guys understand that. But like when you're auditioning for it, you really get it like that they're selling toys off of you and they're like, we don't really know what to make your toy like. It's too... Ethnically it's not, ambiguous, it's not clear. you know? It's no. not clear. And yeah. I mean, there were a lot of factors in that where they needed you to be like very match your match. All five of you had to be more or less the same height. You had to match your stunt uh, double height. But yeah, you know, it's um, when toys are involved and yeah. things that go what? into a franchise, it's like they want your ethnicity to be very clear. What did they want you to be? Do you know? Well, they ended up going with an Asian girl. For so, pink? For pink. My okay. When I auditioned. Okay. Um, I mean, I I don't know if it sounds racist or not, but I mean, I think in the industry, we're used to that lingo where you, they like talk race because literally the call, and I waited like so long to hear if I got it or not. And it was me down to me and that other girl for a very long time. I think we both signed for it. And then the call I got went to find out I didn't get it. They literally said, um, there was like <laughs> long silence and then just like, they went Asian. That's literally, <laughs> literally what they said. And I was just Aww. like, and for our audience at home, when you say signed, they hook you in for multiple seasons and, or what, what exactly mm, do they no, do? It was just the six months that would be for that to shoot that season in New Zealand. So it was a big ordeal. Um, but you sign you, a test option agreement, um, which means, you know, if they go with you, like you're you just committed to it. So they just know time. you're going to be available if we choose to go with you. And also this other person is just to make sure. It's like, yeah, you're like gotcha. available. Maybe. Totally. Yeah, that's, uh, what was it? I mean, obviously that's, unfortunately you didn't get it. Um, it's actually good now. What were the feelings though when that happened though? Like, were you like devastated? Because I talked to another friend earlier and they actually went through like a lot of emotional like baggage through that process. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good question because you're right on the money there. Okay. I was, I, uh, yeah, I was very down and out. I think because the audition process lasted so long number one. And so how can you not like other auditions that you mean, you might wait to hear a couple of days or you just forget about it. But when you sign right. for it, you like, you have to, you can't say yes to other things. You can't audition for other things, other brands. I'm like, you're kind of you locked have, in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For how so, long? For how long? Oh my gosh. Roughly like six months to a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was long. And so I mean, how, like, mentally, I, I wanted to be committed to it. Like, I was, like, telling myself, you are the pink Power Ranger. And other situations that did work out for me well, that I knew the role was mine, like, in Anna. But, like, in this situation, it was not. But, like, I had to be in that headspace. And, like, I had to be working out. I had, like, my, my personal trainer, the original Blue Power Ranger, Mike Chat. Oh, really Shout cool. Mike Chat. Nice. Yeah, and so I was training with him and, like, all the former Power Rangers. They were, they were helping me out with reading and, like. Well, how did they help? How did you meet with them and why did they um, dedicate their time? Well, let's see. I think originally I just, I, I I had a dance background. And so they wanted people with either martial arts backgrounds or just athletic backgrounds. So they knew they could adapt easily. Like mm. they were looking at gymnasts, actors that were gym background, gymnast backgrounds, dance backgrounds like me, um, or martial arts. So I didn't really have martial arts experience. So I was like, I need to take this seriously. And I got um, personal, was set up with Mike Chat for one-on-one -on -one training. And then wait, well, I know him. Yeah. He's from um, XMA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I've taken classes with him, which is extreme martial arts. Mm -hmm. Mike is amazing. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. And he's amazing. He's worked with like so Jackie much. Chan, right? And like all these other people, right? Yeah, he's like he's he's, he's huge. He's the best in the biz for sure. Awesome. So I mean, yeah, a lot of good things came out of that. I got to meet Mike. I got to meet those casting direct that casting, um, and just 
I, I got a, going through that experience was like a lot, you know, yeah. just the audition experience in term and like going through all of the producer sessions and the screen tests and the new getting new representation and like them just very realistically seeing what that situation would be like, you know, saving my money and what I would be making and like just looking into that pathway into the future. Yeah. Because you were kind of like almost like not planning ahead necessarily, but you were like you seeing it. I mean, that's yeah. how my representation was talking to me. Like, okay, okay. so when you do this, this you know, you, you can't do this for six months and it was going to be shooting in New Zealand. So right. I was going to be living you know, there for a while long distance. But again, yeah. like that same boyfriend, we would have been long distance. And sure. I just think I was devastated at the time. I think I was very young and God bless my mom. She came to LA and I think I was just kind of down and out. And that was, I think the only, yeah, time I, I like felt like quitting. Mm. And she just was like, I remember sitting in the car with her like outside x yeah. <laughs> And um, she was just like, you know what? You like, if you want to be in this business, I'm, you got to just get over it. You right. know, you got to right. toughen up. Right. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then, you know, I, I gave myself some time to wallow and then, um, I was like, yeah, you're right. Okay. When you when you say new representation, um, after you were on this like sort of holding deal with them, mm-hmm. did you just get new management, like hire, like, or what did you? Yeah, I think you're like, you all know, right, now I'm shooting an, for the stars because I got this potentially. Yeah, I think it was kind of like in that situation, you had a lot of people advising you what to do, and I people were like, well, you should, you know, you have to. T-. I was taking it very seriously, but they're like, you should have this representation handle you handle the deal for you because there are people that have handled the deal of every power ranger to be on the show so I they see. know what you should get they know what it looks yeah. like and so i it it yeah who do you mind saying i don't think i can't oh, okay <laughs> do you had did you have representation at the time though yeah but it was just so you kind of like ditched them in a sense like uh, you were like oh, i'm done with you guys thanks uh, yeah. for the audition guys how, how do you do that everyone was really supportive of me okay. yeah I, the I old agent so. was supportive hey you can negotiate with I think competition. No, I mean like. Uh, well, <laughs> is, is it hard to like really part ways with an agent though? Is that? No, I think that it's all business. I and that's also another thing. I mean, I don't think it's ever a good idea to burn a bridge. You know, right? Like because you're gonna end up working with a, someone again and maybe in a different capacity in this town. Um, but no, I was just very honest and was just like, you know, I think uh, like this is the way to go, and they're just like, I wish you the best, and they're no longer like, uh, I then that. That person I was with is not even an, an agent anymore. So right. it's like, you well, know. It's yeah. cool that they were understanding then. Well, yeah, you did I, the right thing then if that person quit. Yeah. You know, it was a long time ago. I was very. <laughs> Maybe they quit because you left. Um, <laughs> like, I'm done. Well, that's a bad agent though. But, yeah. it, but also like, it wasn't stepping on anyone's toes. I think maybe one was an agent, one was a manager. I can't remember. But okay. also I was very young. And I think at the time when I originally got the Power Rangers. You're pretty young now. Oh, thank you. But I mean, I had just gotten here. Like, that was one of my first things. And I think. Um, sorry, I'm having to recall a lot, but, um, it's okay. I think, we're testing um, you. Okay. <laughs> just, make, just make it okay. up. So think, okay. um, we don't know. I'm going to start lying. Okay. <laughs> no, I just think this is taking me a really long time to remember that they were hip pocketing me. The uh, agent that got, got it for me originally, which okay, means so when you're not technically signed with an agent, they're yeah. just like kind of filling you out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so yeah. And I think their loss. Um, uh, well, <laughs> but also, yeah, and I think I even got with that agency that was hip pocketing me by interning at an agency for free when I first came out here just for the experience and not even hoping that they would start submitting me. And I think if I recall correctly, I told you I was tired, but, um, that that's how I got the Power Rangers audition. Oh, so, wow. and my intention was not even to be signed with them. 
It was just to get the experience. I was like going to school and a school, I was going to Playhouse West, which is awesome. And they don't even really push the business side that much. And it was someone I was like doing a play with. And she was like, oh, this agency I intern at like a seeking another like front desk assistant. And I was like, okay, cool. I want to like learn. And so that's why it was thrown in there. And then one of the female agents was like, why aren't you like utilizing this better? And I'm like, what Mm. do you mean? Like, (laughs) I like getting coffee. And um, (laughs) so, I mean, honestly. Two creams, one sugar? Yeah, that wasn't my goal. And I think she was like, yeah, you should have like this manager start submitting you. And then, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I would say if you're just starting out, definitely with the intention of getting experience, like definitely volunteer as much as you can for free. I know it's hard out here, but yeah, like. So you had to wake up like at 6 a.m. and go through the breakdown? That's what you did? Uh, agencies actually start a little later than that, so like 10 a.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, no, I think, what was I doing there? I think I was organizing a lot of headshots and resumes. Mm. And Tell me um, how annoying their, does it get? No, um, I was excited to be there, okay. honestly. You ever see like that headshot and you're like, man, just give up, dude. I like <laughs> it. I <laughs> Well, she you must. Send, she, she's got to see something. You like submit that. us no. a headshot every week. No, not, it's not it going to happen. It was for their clients. It was for their actual <laughs> oh, okay, client in house. Okay. Oh, and gotcha, so I thought gotcha. it was really cool because I would see these like, you know, um, like these actors that had these insane resumes, and I was just like reading their credits, and I was just wow. like, one day, like that's so yeah. cool. And so I was, or like, literally, I'm good with like. I don't know, typing and on the computer. And like, I think the male agents that weren't good at that kind of thing, they were like, wanted me to reformat all their agencies or um, resumes to like upload to uh, um, Actors Access, something like that. Gotcha. Or their database. Interesting. Um, And you've done, obviously you've done a lot well since then, even coming off of the Power Rangers thing, you've worked on some shows. She said, it worked out. I don't need the Power Rangers because you put I didn't say, well, (laughs) I just think at that time and that age I was, my maturity level was didn't how, I many, didn't how many years get, ago was this uh, okay i left sorry give me give me a 15 minute break to do the math, <laughs> do math here. Um, you can make it up too i you, think it was something like four five years ago okay you're acting like it's decades ago by the way you talk you're like oh, I was so young back then uh, well <laughs> it feels like a very long time ago to be honest it feels like to me it feels like another lifetime i feel like a different person really yeah so it feels like well a lot can change in five years it's yeah, like college yeah. yeah, especially yeah. when you're younger and you'd, you're kind of going through a developmental phase of yeah. changing and figuring things out. So, yeah. Yeah, you know how it is. Totally. But I think my maturity level, like, I think so many things, like, just who I was then, I would have, like, I would have been eaten alive. Even that little bit of mm. fame that show would have given me. And really? I think, like, I think I've just would have been in it for all the wrong reasons. I think doing like long distance with that relationship I was in, I would have been like too str- Like, Now you must really love of, this guy because this is like No, this third is an ex. This oh, is okay, like, cool. yes. And there's like a lot of like not good stuff there. So I think I would have been like too au- preoccupied with that. And then that would have like taken all of my attention when I should have been like focused. But you, you have know, a new relationship country. now, right? Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> is he an actor? I think. God, no. Oh. <laughs> Producer, um, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, that didn't work out for me either. <laughs> okay. um, he is a head chef. And he is oh, amazing. that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Any specific kind of food? Um, um, Does it all? All American cuisine is okay. oh. considered. My favorite. Yeah. All right. That's really cool. Yeah. And then so uh, I know obviously you've done a lot of stuff since then, but uh, I actually wanted to talk to you about working on uh, Too Old to Die Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge Refn fan. Yeah, me too now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and... Uh, Who was Refn, Johnny? Nicholas Winding Refn. He directed Drive, uh, The Hollow Rising, a lot of amazing movies. 
Drive is good. He's got a really distinct style. <laughs> You're killing me. Anyway. <laughs> Aaron just likes to antagonize yeah, he does. our guests. So, so if you're sweating, you I'm know like, why. I'm like learning, Aaron. I reckon. Learning slash appreciating. I recognized one movie title Johnny mentioned, and I just thought, yeah, Drive is good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that's what he's most known for, <laughs> so probably. Anyway, yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyway, so you did, uh, was it three episodes on that? Two. Two. Okay. Um, tell us your experience working with him, because he has a very distinct style in the yeah. way he works. So yeah. what was that like? I felt I received like, a lot of, <laughs> I know it sounds like girly and dorky, but like a lot of like love. I feel like he was very like calm and just like knew what he wanted. And when he did speak, it was like, I don't know, just very like, I don't know, just like calm. Like, I don't know. Like, like his movies. Almost like, uh, I don't know, almost like a father. Like, I don't know, just kind of like, so it's going to go down. Okay. And not much. Yeah. Just like to the point kind of. You know, no. and I heard he does a lot of long takes. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, kind of keep going, see where it goes. Yeah. So was sure. it was it open to improv in a sense or? Um. Oh, what was your character? Um, I was just kind of like, I mean, it was just for like exterior shots, just kind of like a down and out druggy, like on the street. I can see it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can see it. I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. No, yeah. I'm like just really like sick of being typecast. That, you know? <laughs> so he must. So he maybe open to improv. What's that? Was he, he was he open to improv yeah, with a druggie? I mean, I mean, I think that wasn't like the goal. Like what the like the first thing he would go for, but like I think there were some like at the end that like just like let it keep going and that's. I mean, not see where it goes. Sounds cliche, but like yeah, yeah. Or did you recognize, you know, why he's such an acclaimed director working with him? Like, besides the fact he was yeah. fatherly, like, you could tell, like, oh, this guy. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think just, like, when someone, you know someone has a vision when it's just, like, they don't have to say much. It's not, like, loud and, like, you know, like, do this and do that and, like, I have to prove I'm the director. It's, like, you know, it's, like, night and day of, like, just yeah. calm. And, like, who knows what's going on actually in their head. Sure. But, like, how they interact with other people and actors and, like, DP and like you know that's like it's like very you know yeah like, he was just very yeah. mellow in a sense yeah what was the uh, audition process like with him oh like because he was in the he was in the read because I had a friend that worked on that show and he was telling me he was at the callback oh no mine was on tape oh really yeah. okay awesome and just like very quick I mean I literally remember I think it was like wow I really remember like when I get all of my auditions like like the headspace I'm in, kind of like when okay. I first read it, like, is it on my phone? Is it on my computer? Like, I who see. I'm with? Am I out in my home? You know what I mean? Um, so you have great memory. Oh, I guess so. I guess so. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I have, I feel like this is annoying when people say they have a photographic memory, because is, is that annoying when people say that? Yeah, because I, I mean, like you guys a are true that photographic like, memory like, is like... You'll tell me when something's annoying. I... <laughs> Is that annoying? Well, Aaron will be. I honest. definitely would. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron it's would. not annoying. It's yeah. just like you Aaron's know. annoyed right now. No, yeah. no. <laughs> like I'm one to hundred. How annoyed by me are you? <laughs> Aaron's annoyed with Johnny. Aaron's I'm enthralled. Yeah. Uh, if I had to describe you in three words, it'd be brave, unwavering, and empathetic. <laughs> <laughs> You're done again. Okay, I want to answer this question because um, I think this does um, answer the question of like the way that he works. I think I got the audition on like say a Monday at five o'clock. I think we were starting to shoot on like a Thursday morning. Um, I think I was supposed to have the audition in by like 
the next day at like night or maybe Wednesday in the night. And then it was just like very, very like, quick. I, I, it was already initially like you have to get this done quickly. And then my agent was like, uh, like uh, you have to actually get it done in half the time because I don't remember what it was, but something like change the shooting day or something or yeah but it was because of him he needed not change the shooting day but like he just needs to look over this and i could just tell it was like in his mind like we need to right. do this like <laughs> well he was i, I mean he, he directed every, and directing work, yeah. so like it makes me laugh i'm like they're crazy but right. i love it you know yeah because he directed yeah. every episode right i mean he was he was heavily involved in the whole creative process of that entire I show mean, from what i've, I've looked um, at and stuff i didn't i was i don't know about the whole entire thing so okay i can't really speak on that okay but yeah so it um, it was, yeah, very quick. You auditioned for that show, right, Johnny? Uh, I have auditioned for that show, but my friend of mine was on the show. Oh, cool. I helped him with the self tape. Oh, cool. And I was like, man, I really wanted to get this. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, but it's no, cool that you got to help him with it, you know? Oh, totally. You kind of got a look into also what it requires. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I was very, I was very happy with my audition. Yeah. Can and you give um, us some lines? No. It's a very stylized show. So just kidding. <laughs> I was actually gonna going to. Oh, I love <laughs> um, it. But photograph, photo, yeah. Yeah, photograph memory. But Absolutely. you know, people, I think with self tapes, I know when I nail it. Do you? Okay. Yeah. So every self tape, you it's know, when you know, you nail it, you get it. Um, yeah, I would say so. Really? I okay. would say I don't always feel that way for in-person auditions. Like it's more, I'm, you know, what I'm do you prefer? Like, I guess self tapes. Okay. <laughs> Me I mean, well, that's not true. I do. I, I, I like being in person. I like getting direction. I, I, I enjoy that. Um, it always makes me feel good when they give me time and ask me to do it different ways. What know? do you think is your headspace when you feel like I nailed it? Like, where do you, where are you that? Well, I think it's because I can watch it. Okay. Yeah. I can so see like myself. go back and look at it. And I think that, cause yeah, I think I, I can just like see how it was actually delivered. And then I'm like, Oh, that's like better than I thought it was. Or I, wow. You know, so, or opposite so or good enough this is due by five yeah exactly <laughs> and or, that's usually how it is so I, you kind of know like oh that wasn't my best work but like sometimes you just have to do it gotta send it and, in and you know you have to have a reader so it's like their availability and whatever it is um but yeah so so why do you want to like what attracts you to acting i'm already laughing <laughs> I don't know. I want to. Yeah, I, I want to get to know you, Olivia. Life. Well, you can, feels like you can do anything. Like, Aww. why did you choose acting? I feel like I can do anything. Too. Yeah. Thanks. Do you guys feel like that? Well, you know, I feel like, I, I feel like people, Olivia. Can a lot do of anything. artists everything. feel like that. So, I feel like I could ask you anything. Yeah, I'd love <laughs> to make shoes one day. I've always wanted to make shoes. <laughs> you say that no, every I'm podcast. I know. Stop. Stop. Oh, I thought it was special. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, what was the question? No. What attract? Why, why do you want to be an actor? Yeah, why attract you? Oh, you know. Every talk back. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you know, there's something like creatively collaborative that I love about the medium of film, like being on set, but also the pre and post production. Like whether I'm a part of the editing or not, um, that's just so. Like I, I want to direct one day. And I think it's kind of a similar, um, your like love, um, how just so many components coming together. Like it's just so like the music, the the style. Like I, my I get it, my use my love for music, my love for style, my love for emoting, my love for storyline, my love, you know, and like all to tell so the many, same story. Film has so many components. It's right. insane. So many you know? pieces. Yeah, even if I'm just acting one of them, like being on set, you get to 
interact with the DP and see his creative process and read the beautiful script and interact with the wardrobe and hair and makeup. And there are just so many creative passions and loves of mine coming to one. It's like insane. Yeah. And so how did that kind of transition into this new film you worked on, mm, Anna? Yeah. Um, which, tell us about your role a little bit. Um, so I play Anna and in the film called nice. Anna. Best role. Yeah. Best role. <laughs> and, there it is. Um, what I just said definitely is true in this film. Um, just that it was an amazing crew, an amazing cast. And maybe actors feel like this after working with every or on every project because the cat, the crew and cast becomes your family for the period of time you're working on it. That's just how it is. Um, but I loved everyone on that set. And I have nothing but like amazing nostalgic feelings about it. Let me give you guys the pitch because Olivia isn't, oh, she hasn't set bad. it up. This is about a stripper who's on desperate. Or <laughs> yeah. no, no, this is about a ballerina. ballerina. Stripper. This yep. is about a ballerina. True. Quite, quite different. Yeah, this is about a ballerina (laughs) falls on desperate times. Her mother is in the hospital, and she has to turn to stripping. Yeah, who wouldn't want to see that? I don't know. That's what it's about, right? Yeah, well done. (laughs) And I guess your background in dancing helps, right? Yeah, for sure. Except um, I actually didn't do any ballet in this film. Oh, (laughs) just stripping. You know, so there are a lot of flashback (laughs) scenes to my younger self and um, the beautiful actress that played. Me, she did the ballet, so it kind of showed the arc. You so know, they made her do all the hard work. You're a professional <laughs> ballerina dancer, but they didn't have you do any ballet. Yeah, isn't that hilarious? That's yeah. kind of weird. Like when I came to the point of realizing, like, wait a minute, in auditioning, like I'm not actually going to do any dancing. Like I laughed at myself, like, of course not. But well, but for two reasons. So one, they needed to show, like, you know, why Anna make why the decisions in the film are made. You know, meaning her background, the relationship with her mother. She's an immigrant, so the stakes are very high for her. It's a very specific situation that she's in. And so the flashback scenes, the fact that I'm a ballerina, the fact that I'm a Mexican immigrant, it, it explains why everything happens and that is, and until the end of the film. How many weeks did you guys shoot? <clears throat> I think, actually, shoot uh, How many sh- three, but like there was a lot of pre-production. And it is it's I, I did it a while ago, so I mean definitely post production has been the longest part of it's that. It's been taking a while, mm-hmm. and this was a uh, writer Rafael Agustin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like writer. him working with him? Because this is his story he told. How did you meet him? Yeah. How did? Yeah. Uh, well, I met him. Um, I think the first time I met him was when I had to uh, screen test with him. So it was through there. the audition process. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was when I screen tested with him. But he was so awesome. I mean, the audition process was very long, but he was so awesome. I mean, um, once I got the parts, I mean, I met with the director one-on-one. I met with the choreographer one-on-one. Um, and then Raphael and I blocked out our stuff, um, our scenes. And because of his, you know, was he also he was in the, the writer. movie? Yeah, he was in it as well. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. And so... Were you guys both leads? Obviously, you were the lead? Okay. Only one. So he's he's like, well, I might as well Sorry. write myself in the movie. It's kind of hard to talk about it because there's so much I don't want to give away. Sure. So well, you can tell us. Sorry if I seem like overly pensive with every question, but I'm like, can I say this? It's all good. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then even like uh, before we started shooting, he really helped me and went over like every little beat in that script. Like he wanted to make sure I really understood it. And I mm. mean, he trusted in me, but he was like, this is my job. Like as a friend, I'm going to really make sure she understands this. Yeah. Like every little beat. And I was just like, that's one and that's one. And oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. But like, that's how you have to 
you know, you have one script, like that's your job. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of confidence in you to do that then. Because you would believe, yeah, you could do it. You know what I mean? Part if not, you know, because it was down to me and two other girls for a very long time. And also one good takeaway from Raphael, I mean, he was helpful in the whole process, but um, I remember he said, so the story is about uh, a ballerina turned stripper. And so I didn't do any ballet, but actually for the scenes that I'm in the strip club, they wanted me to look like a fish out of water. You know, they wanted it to look like, like this is belong. why she stands out. This is okay. why she's the top earner because she's classy because she's different than all the other girls that have done this all their life and will probably be here for a very long time. Like she's got she's, a heart of gold. Yeah. And like, like true romance. Yeah. Like her outfits are classier than the rest. Like she, her posture is amazing. She like, costs more. She, <laughs> you, you throw her twenties. Yeah. Buddy. Twenties. Fifties. <laughs> roll of quarters. I don't know. <laughs> oh I, I my gosh. Ones. Ones. She has, a, she has a card machine. You guys are not invited to Anna's club. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, we won't be going in. I'll be the guy in the back. Was yeah. that uh like? Did you have any apprehensions though? Like, cause I feel like you're mm. a nice Christian girl, like playing a stripper. Mm, I didn't honestly. I, you know, I think I don't really have hard fast rules about like politics or anything. It's not like I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican. I'm a. I can talk about a film with a stripper and I can play that. It's more like... Good, we're all Trump supporters here, so... (laughs) Perfect. Half the country is, buddy. I know. Um, Okay, so... I, I, I'm more like if some, if I feel that something is for me, and from the moment I read that script, I was like, this is amazing. Like, it's, it's not really predictable in a lot of ways you would foresee it being, and um, so I felt like this is a story worth telling. It's well done. It's very tasteful. So it was a no brainer. Good for the actors out there watching, listening to this podcast. Like when you do any sort of where you're in, you know, lingerie or stripping or whatever, is that specifically written into your contract? The nudity rider before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay. Mm-hmm. So you knew exactly what. Yeah, to definitely. But I was like, yeah, yeah. It was definitely talked about, agreed upon. Yeah. All right, just check. Yeah. And I just felt very lucky, especially with that content, that I was in good hands and, like, I trusted everyone. But there is, like I said, the pre-production was so long, just, like, making sure everyone was comfortable. I mean, the director, Jose, and I, we would just, like, go out to lunch sometimes just to talk to make sure we were, like, I mean, obviously the film would always come up, but, like, in the character, he mainly wanted to make sure answer any questions I had on her, but he just wanted to make sure we were comfortable in any circumstance, great. you know? And like, you were like, but are we going to shoot this yet? <laughs> <laughs> Our third lunch? Next, was, next year. I was like, this is great. So next, can we go to this restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. So, and he gave me like so many, so much like different literature and books and like, and like films to watch that he wanted to emulate. And, um, and just Did they threw up me lots. make you go to a strip club just to kind of see yep. the... We need you to, to... I went to all the strip clubs in town. And well, we all live of in them. LA, so... Wow. all of them. <laughs> and, they ma- and they made you pay for all the dances, too. <laughs> but, like, oh sometimes you hear Tom Cruise, like, will be, like, a cop or Nicolas Cage or, like, a UPS driver to get in. It was to the important. Role. But like, you yeah. didn't feel like you needed to join a strip club in order to... Oh, there. actually join? No. Right. <laughs> no. That's what I was about to ask you, is, like, what did you specifically yourself do in preparation for mm. the role? Like, well, did you need your research, you know, even into, like, you know, immigration and stuff? Um, but wait, what before I will, what I will say about, like, going to a strip club, it was, I think, like, the most informative was when I just went to the bathroom and, like, two dancers were in there talking, and they were just, like, talking about, like, oh, gosh, I think one of them was talking about their, like, said something about her boss, and then what they were doing, like, afterwards, and just, like, their banter, it, like, what you would think they would do in the dressing room, but, like, they were just mm-hmm. in the public bathroom, and, like, fixing their outfits, and just, like, and I was, like, that was, like, the vibe of, like, oh, okay, you know, like, 
I've been a dancer and like, yeah, my dance, uh, the uh, former other dancers are like my best friends backstage, but like this is a different setting, you know? So, so that was cool because when they're on stage, that's like, that's not really what they're going. It's all an act. Right. Yeah, of course. No, I don't like strip clubs. How do you feel about them? Um, well, why don't you like them, Aaron? I feel like it's a waste of money, right? Like, well, he, he, you lost all your money, money at them, right? <laughs> like, if, if you can spend like what thirty bucks on a lap dance at a strip club, if you just spend thirty bucks at a bar, at least you have a chance of bringing the girl back, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is your take? <laughs> I think you should just watch Anna if you don't want to go to a strip mm, club. I and like that. Be like, okay, I cool. want to watch Anna. I don't have to waste any money. And where can our audience watch that? Um, so it will have wide theatrical release late this year. All right, yeah. and you're going to have to follow her on Instagram to yeah. stay updated. Right, yeah. Link in the description. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, Sorry, what, what was your question? The only, only question I had is uh, with the uh, the Mexican immigration mm-hmm. part, how did you, did you do any research yourself into that? Because obviously that plays a big part yeah. of it too, right? A lot. There was a lot of backstory I just had to create for my own. Because um, also, like I said, I mean, I had my one-on-one time with the director, my one-on-one time with the choreographer, Learning all of the routines, my one, and then with Raphael, and there was very, there's very little di- minimal dialogue in the film. Mm. So the actual um, like rehearsals with the other actors was pretty minimal, and um, and then like all of the fittings with hair and makeup and wardrobe to like um, decide all of my different looks, and then it was like the most daunting part was just like this period of time where it was just like okay, so now you take all that and you make it your own, you know, right. like it the really fun, was because the fun part, right? Yeah, but. It, it is. A lot of pressure, yes, though. for sure. But you also kind of go home, and you're kind of like, what do I do? Yeah. But it's, like, so silly, but, like, I mean, it happens every time. It's, like, I equate it to when I used to do live dance performances, and you've, like, toured these things internationally a thousand times, and, like, you're in the wings about to go, and you're like, I think I forgot all the choreography. No, you don't. You're just kind of nervous. A little, little nervous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I go home, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. But if I don't go through that, oh, my gosh, then, like, it's not worth it, you know? Like, of course I'm going to go through that. So, yeah, creating that, there wasn't much, like, the movie just starts when, like, when they're in the throes of it. There's not, it's it's not a slow starting film. I see. It's yeah. not related to the backstory no, necessarily. No, except for that's what the flashbacks serve as. Got you. Yeah, so the backstory, um, that was all on me. So, of course, talking with um, the everyone that, you know, um, you know, needed to make sure the film went in, to a certain direction and shared the same vision, talked to me about, like, you know, my backstory, but, like, the specifics of it and the details were all on me. So, um, but that was fun. That's the fun part. You so, know, it's all yours. The secrets, the everything. Right, all the things you, you worked know, on. Yeah, and it comes off this way. But, all like, the fun. really, like, what's going on, like, yeah, that's just, that's on you. And, yeah, everyone's process is different. So A lot of people out there might be wondering, because one day it'll happen to them, mm-hmm. what is it like... To carry a film, yeah, because you got to carry it as that That's one on the call sheet, right? Pressure. I mean, it's a lot of pressure yeah. too, right? It is pressure. It's also really <laughs> cool to see. It's really also really demanding because you're like, hey, I need my coffee at this time. <laughs> nah, I'm not like that. Uh, Actually, people have to like tell me to be like that. <laughs> there you go. If you want coffee, ask. <laughs> like they're like. I know that's we offered you a coffee when you got no, here. No, it's like oh. I'll be like trying to help the crew like clean up, and then people will be like, "Do you think Meryl Streep does that?" And I'm like, "Do you think she puts the lights away?" Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but I'm just like, when you feel like a family, and you see your brother that you just had a conversation with about his family like struggling and having a late night, you want to like help. Sure. And I just even 
like when there were flashback scenes with um, my younger self played by Valentina, um, I was just like there for her. I, I was always on set for that film, even when I wasn't shooting. I just mm. like wanted to be a part of it. But like knowing that you have to carry it when you're mm -hmm. looking through the script, is there um, certain <laughs> parts of it that you feel pressure? Like, I know I need to perform emotionally here or oh. something like that. Gotta yes. kill it. And like, I think I, I think don't make the mistake of like when something's exciting or full of pressure to like share it with other people. I think I was excited and I like, uh, just even though I wasn't supposed to, I shared um, the script with my sister who like, you know, she is a documentary uh, film producer, and I knew oh, she would nice. appreciate it. And I sent it to her, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you are going to act this out." And I was like, "Like in a good way?" Or she was like, "Are they sure they made the right decision? Like, was it in a good way?" Or just like, okay. it's, this is a heavy. You? They, okay. This is a heavy load to carry. Like, right, this it is, is a task. Like, right. you know, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, bye!" Like, and yeah. get my. But um. So how do you yeah. think you rise to the occasion? Like, what it is? What do you have to do? Oh my gosh. You know, I feel like emotional preparation for everyone is different. You know, it's really important to go to class. So you are prepared with how to get there and what works for you and to stay updated with journaling and being in touch with yourself to know your process because something that worked for you five weeks ago isn't going to work when you go tomorrow. Or if you're doing the same thing repeatedly, it might not work for you even the next take. And I had that experience on this film as well. Like before lunch and after lunch were totally different situations. Right. Um, so I think you just really have to shut everything out. And I did that. Like, I was just, like, in my apartment, like, a crazy person. Like, just using all of the music that I needed to. Like, <laughs> I was literally a crazy person. Like, <laughs> lights pitch black, like, with the music on. like Heavy drinking. Like, I was just like, if I can't get there, like, <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> maybe. Actually, you know what? I, I be, for the, the, um, round, the, Wait, table read. The first table read yeah. after I had booked it, I was so nervous. I had, ac I actually, the first time in my life, you know, they say like, I'm so nervous. I could feel like I could throw up. Threw up on the, up. on the script. No, <laughs> in my apartment before I went to the table read, it's a table read, who right. cares? But I was so nervous. Like they gave me this part. Can I uh, like do it? I, it was like, I actually was so nervous, like on an empty stomach, so nervous. I threw up and I, like before I left. And then I was fine, but... That'll yeah. be a good story to share on Jimmy Kimmel when you're on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why? Does he talk about that? It's, or it's just not? a good story. It's a good story. Yeah. Did, did you I couldn't it? believe it. I'd never done that before. I, and then I texted my family. I was like, I literally was just so nervous I threw up. In front of everybody or you made no, it? No, in, in the my apartment. 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 Oh, yeah. okay. And then gotcha. she went and acted yeah. like everything oh, was okay. Oh, yeah, pretty much. I hope, I hope you at least brushed your teeth on the way out. Nope. All right. I was like, I have to go through this. So Love it. To smell it. Love it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Did I answer your question about carrying the film? Because there was a lot there. That yeah. was like an intense thing I went through. And it's so cool because after you go through it, you're like, I can do anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Definitely. you really can because that was an emotionally intense film. Yeah. And for me, I knew this like it was like it was so intense. I was like, I'm not showing up on set. I'm not leaving. I'm not going there unless I know I can get there. Right. Yeah, like, unless I'm confident, I'm not even showing up. I'm not wasting anyone's time. Was like, there ever any time where... And I got there, you know, but I was like, that's... Uh, I think suffice it to say, like, I'm not going to show up unprepared. Right. You know? Well, like, yeah, we'd hope not. Hope well, not, right? I mean, you could feel like, sure. I'm just going to show up and wing it. Right. Like, maybe if it's a co-star role or if you're, like, kind right. of unsure, but, like, when you're the lead of a film, no, you're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, you're already... I haven't really looked at the script. We'll just go with it. <laughs> we'll fix you know? it in post. Yeah. What's the line just again? like, ADR what? all my lines. What, what's what's the, my mom's name again? I'll just, like... <laughs> oh, Did you ever have any moments on set when you were talking to the director and you saw it one way and he saw it another? Mm, 
steps, but you know, I feel like. Or they were just like, kind of let you just roll with whatever mm, you're feeling. I think that happened, but it was never negative. I think, you know, he would always give me notes and um, things I would take personally. Like, I mean, Jose is English is his second language. And yeah. so like, do you speak he, Spanish? Clearly Aaron's fluent. Yeah. So <laughs> <fluent>. <laughs> but um, I just didn't take anything personally. Like I remember one time I did a scene and he was like, he like imitated me, like not a good idea, but he like, yeah. was like, you literally look like this in the last scene. And he like did my face and I'm just like, that's <laughs> not nice to tell a girl. <laughs> He's like, you literally look like this and made like the ugliest face. And I was like, okay, so we should do it again. Is what you're saying? He's right. <laughs> and you're like, Hey, well you look like this when you yell action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, but no, when you have a good relationship with someone, you're not going to like take it personally, you know, that like they're trying to help you and you're trying to help them. Mm -hmm. And if it's, and if they give you an adjustment, that means like, Hey, let's do it another way. Let's explore here. And, um, yeah, our DP though, uh, Peyton Skelton, Skelton, um, he was really awesome. I felt like in times that maybe I was confused that he really would step up like, he was very, like, to himself and, like, a silent genius. And he would step in and like just be like, be like, maybe just, like, do it this way, you know? Yeah. And, like, he would come through and be like, I mean, they are, like, a director. Just do it DPs, again, but the, the director better, of photography, the cinematographer. <laughs> and um, they, they can be, like, a director sometimes. Like, maybe if in the moment the director doesn't know how to talk to you, the, in this situation of Anna that Peyton really did, he was, like, called me live from the beginning and he was such a blessing to the film nice. is that what your friends call you um family yeah and now us good yeah you can call me live for <laughs> sure. i like it because it reminds yeah. me of family like i'm not really like i'm live to family and friends cool. but, but not olive i was <laughs> olive to like select few growing up and i have so many nicknames that's I'm cool. the youngest, like so what? like... Like, what's another nickname? No, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. my oldest uh, siblings give me so many annoying nicknames. Oh. I'm not... Oh. I'm not saying them out <laughs> For another pod. Are you going to put it in your... you. Are you going to put it in your book? Yeah. yeah tell us about this uh, book. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> the book I'm writing... I've it, been like, it's a memoir? Yeah. But you're like... Like, 30, yeah, 30 or less? Yeah, but I've been less. doing this for a long time. And I've had a lot of experiences. And I'm a lot of good ones. And a lot of ones you probably wouldn't expect to come out of me. Really? Yeah. Like what? Like, oh, I also want people to read the book, so I don't want to give too much away. This is how you oh, get them to read. One. How about yeah, a funny one? Please. Yeah. So and a really, like, you know, a bad one, too. Like, yeah. give us both. Yeah. <laughs> There's still eight other chapters. <laughs> gosh aaron um, draws a negativity out of people just, <laughs> no, you know. i didn't mean bad I so we can learn like a light-hearted one i'm not trying um, to be negative though a light-hearted one is like what i like to call the um or like that part of that chapter is like coconut oil because so uh, one time when i booked a commercial um for coconut oil no it was not for coconut oil it's for a big brand um but i booked it and then i was like on a veil like even when you book it you can be on a veil because like they might not use you for all of the days they just want to make sure like granted like if it starts pouring down rain and we need you for another day like make sure we have her kind of thing and i think i was uh, on a veil for like monday and tuesday but like and the fitting was saturday and they're like yeah we'll send the call sheet tomorrow sunday Sunday night comes, I, like, didn't get a call sheet. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. They don't need me tomorrow. Like, I'm not going to be on set until Tuesday. So I think it's a really good idea to do, like, a, girls do, like, coconut treatments on their hair. And then I did, like, a coconut oil treatment on my hair where you, like, douse your hair in oil so it's, like, silky smooth and, like, looks good on set and not going to have any flyaways or frizziness. So I do that. And um, 
there is, yeah, okay, so uh, there's like a darker part of this story, but I'm going to That's what Aaron wants. We like it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can tell. I'll leave, I'll you can leave, tell. I'll you can tell. Us. You can tell I don't. So, I mean, honestly, I'm. I'm saying, like, in this book, it, it it really reveals like all of my mistakes, all of my flubs, all of the times I went down the dark path, all the times God was calling me to go this way, and I was like, I'll see you later. That doesn't sound fun. And like, when. But you've you know, never gone down the dark path. Many a times. Heroin. And so, uh, <laughs> so that's what I say. I mean, the the book is like. It's entertaining and painfully honest, and it's really my testimony of faith. It's really when, like, God was calling me, and, like, you know, and I, I went towards what he was saying and, like, the path for my life, and then I turned and I went the other way, and then I followed him again, and then I was, and then, like, my back and forth, and that's... It sounds like it's more about a lot of lessons you learned for in sure. life. Well, for what sure. inspired you to write it? Um, I was called to do it, and I honestly didn't want to for a very long time, and anyone that, like you know, like is spiritual or, you know, knows what it feels like when you're called to do something like you can easily sit on it. You're like, no, I don't want to do that. Or I don't have the funds to do that. Or I don't have the connections to do that. Or that's not me. And for a very long time, I was like, okay, I get it. You want me to write like a book that I can then turn into like a screenplay so I can like act in it. And for my acting career, I got you. And then I had to realize like, no, that's not it. Like you actually need to write a book so you can share all of these mistakes you made in on your path of becoming an actress so do you hope to kind of inspire people people to make the right decisions more or less or is it more uh based around the your faith and to kind of trust that more well i think it's both i think that you know you have to trust your faith when you're making to in order to make the right decisions you know and i i know there's like a lot of taboo about like right and wrong but i'm just telling my stories and you can clearly see which um the only stories you should, that you can tell is your story yeah exactly right? exactly and um you know i really love um becoming by michelle obama and i think she's such a powerful woman because she really inspires everyone to just share their story and i think she's yeah super empowering especially to women but to yeah, to everyone to just say like your story is you you know whether it's like embarrassing or like you know impressive and um so yeah, just like share it because you're only going to help people. You know, there's so many different careers. So people that are aspiring to do a similar thing can like, yeah, I, I, I know people say it a lot, but learn from it. I'm not really sure, but, you know, but I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Who do you like in the Democratic uh, race? Ooh, man. It could change tomorrow, but who are you liking today? I don't really good about talking politics. Okay. You know, maybe. We were, maybe we're not good change. either. We're maybe it will change in the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have no clue. We just so. have no. We have no idea. So we're hoping, like, you could say, some, like, <laughs> uh, too bad Michelle is tell, running. Tell right. me who to vote for, please. No, uh, no, I would never. Like Elizabeth <laughs> Warren, you probably like her. Mm, why do I probably like her? Okay, well, what's she's not, a woman. What, oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, she's not not likable. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, what's not to like about her? She's great, right? Mm. Bernie Sanders, you probably like him. Is that? Um, there was a point in my life that I did. All right. <laughs> Four years ago. I mean, I love seeing Larry David do Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that's mm, great. Yeah, for sure. Good. So what do you hope that people, oh, well, first of all, how much longer to you finish the book? Mm, and what yeah. do you want people to take away from your film and the book? Mm. Well, if people are interested in me and my career and they say like, oh, that's a cool role she played. That's a powerful role. And they like my story and are interested in um, my career in general, then I would if, if that type of person, I would hope, would want to read the book. You know, if they're not, then they might not care for the things I've gone through to get to where I am. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, but oh, but I didn't even finish telling you that coconut oil story. Yes, we were oh, waiting yeah, for so it. Uh, we didn't we just thought you didn't want to share. We're just <laughs> like, okay. No, well, uh, I feel like a, okay. Maybe I'll tell you. He's like, tell me. Aaron, <laughs> tell us. I feel like I've us. been your okay. best friend in this interview. Aaron's Am I dying. Wrong, guys? I feel like <laughs> whose yeah. side are you on, buddy? Yeah, I'm on Olivia's best side. Friend. Over here, you're kind of um, leaning this way, guys. I came, I, Olivia. I came yes. off a bit negative when I was talking about Kobe earlier. I apologize, but I'm on the same page as everybody else here. Don't want to be negative. Guys, a legend, dude. He doesn't want to be negative. This he, was said to me. He, he, he doesn't want to I be don't. Negative. I don't want to be negative. He's a LeBron okay. fan. I promise. Um, I made a mistake, okay? okay? Can you forgive me? So, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say. So, yeah, Sunday I don't get the call sheet. Monday morning I get a call at like, I don't know, like 5 a.m. And, and I, I like answer my phone and they're like, Olivia, like, where are you? And I'm like, wait, well, who is this? And they're like, yeah, this is production. Like, why aren't you on set? And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Like, for what job? And they're like, yeah, you're supposed to be here. Like, you're supposed to be in the makeup chair. And I'm like, what? And I was like, I did not think I was shooting today. And they're like, okay, like just trying to get to the point. And they're like, okay, well, can you please get downtown as soon as you can? And I'm like, okay, sure. I like go in the bathroom, like half awake. And I'm like, oh my God, like my hair is doused in oil. Like that's not fun for hair and makeup. And so I was like, I was like, I got a shower and what rushes out. And then I'm like, no, actually it's rush hour. I have to get downtown. And I was stuck in traffic all the way down. Um, to getting downtown, and it was so intense, and I finally show up to, like, hair and makeup, and they're like, Did you, is your hair wet? And I'm like, no, it's oil. That's, like, hair and makeup's worst. You can't do anything yeah. to that. <laughs> like, just, like, try to put a hot tool on that. It's going to, like, make it explode. It's not your fault, though. They didn't send you the call sheet. Did, it, yeah, did you express you know that? But then it's when like, things you don't are really... I'm not really someone to be, yeah. like, pointing blame as soon as I show up on set. That doesn't make you look great. Unless you know? they're pointing blame at you. That's what I'm, I'm. That's what I would be afraid of. I still of. would say I just said nothing, just to like let's just like let's just get me to set as soon as possible because I was holding everything up. You know that's not fun. I like literally they're just waiting for me. They're, the director's just waiting for me, and I can hear the walkie-talkies like, "Is she done? Is she done? Is she done?" I'm making this set so late, like that time is money. Well, that's why I feel you make it clear it's not your fault. Well, I did like very like I think the only thing I said was like. So I I was like so I didn't get the call sheet and what happened was like my they got the PA got uh, APA got my email address wrong and he got and like fired. sent the call sheet to some other <laughs> someone else and he's no longer with they, us they realized that but like at the same time like who cares like you know let's just get True. this shoot moving like who cares like and so I show up and my hair is just looking so crazy and I know that sounds minor but like I'm late I'm frustrated I was supposed to be doing this stuff the director's just mad. And then he was just like every take, I'm like doing it wrong. And he was just like, he was like, I could get this PA or so I could hire, I could do this, I could just be doing this. And like, but it you're was saying because, this to you? Yeah, but I think when like oh, some people are running behind and like right. things are just, just anger ensues. And um, let's just say I was left on the cutting room floor of like that shoe. And like it just, um, but my actual point is I was actually engaging, like I was. I was misbehaving. I was going down a dark path the night before when I, I'm like, <laughs> Mis- I mean, it. made me think of that song, Misbehaving. You know that one? No, I don't. From the HBO show. <laughs> I know Righteous Gemstone. Sounds, Stone, sounds yeah. great. Oh, I love that show. Do you know the reference? Yeah. Oh, J- the Jody no. Hill show? Hey, wait. They sing, you it's gotta, like the song. Misbehaving. Mama said, da 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 da. Misbehaving. But I love that show. Okay. Well, you missed that up. But anywho, and so. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I don't really want to say what the situation was. I feel like the details are better safe to read the book. But okay. let's just say I was doing something I should not have. Just and I was very aware of. I don't, I don't understand why you can't give us, like, one of the uh, big it's stories. It's There's all right. Many, it's fine. Because there was only one chapter in the book, buddy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You got to save yeah. it. That's how we sell Short the books. Story. But um, I think the audience can read into alcohol that night. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We'll just take that. All right. Yeah. Alcohol. Love. Just okay. So let's just say I was doing something very yeah wrong that I knew I shouldn't have been. And then that situation ensues very shortly after. And I just knew, like, when I'm in traffic, like, driving to the set, like, so stressed out with oil in my hair, like, it's, it's, yeah. And so frantic, I was just like, okay, yeah, God, I get it. Okay, yeah, I get it. I got it. I get it. And, um, but yeah, I feel like there were so many situations like that where I was like, okay, I get it. And then doing, like, the same thing a month later, you know? Like, mm. you say you want to change, and then you, like, you don't really change. Not Your heart doesn't really change, you know? You might, like change one relationship but not like you know you're it's really about what place your heart is in and you know when you then you like, date change. the same type of guy a month yeah later. yeah exactly or it gives you lakers a, tickets. a chef <laughs> no 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 not that one um but yeah and so that was just a situation like I, I i had never had a situation like that on set or at all you know that's that's when you know your reputation is important to you well, and, like, it makes for a good story though yeah, like right now. So. And a yeah. life lesson. Yeah, exactly. But um, that was a harsh one. And I think, like, I mean, that was just, that was, like, a miserable one, like, a national that I, like, I know was, I knew was going to show. I told everybody about it. And then, like, come the spot, like, when it's supposed to air. Like, you can see, like, my, like, like, my elbows and my arms and my hands. But, like, even hey. to get the buyout for that, you have to, like, be, in the, be hired in as the a cut. hand model. Like, oh, if, you're, okay. if you're, like, not in like, the edit, they don't have showing to pay up. You. Yeah, yeah. You, right, I mean, you right. get paid for your, your like, session day's fee. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, the good buyout, like, if, if you're there, you're not filmed for as you were hired. The real money. Yeah, I mean, if you're hired for a hand model, then that's a different thing. But, like, right. if just body parts are showing, that's not it. So there was, like, that. And this was there Nissan? Was, um, <laughs> um, you have to read the book. Okay. Yeah, okay. Can't well, wait. But nice I, try. I will be reading it. We're Thank waiting you. for uh, our, our copies and uh, mm-hmm. a nice little letter written for us. I just want to jump in and say, Olivia, let's be friends, okay? I don't no. want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Olivia's biggest fan, guys. I don't. Uh, that's a great. Well, way to, it's up for debate. That's a gr- great way to segue into plugs. Yeah. Actually, before we get to plugs, so everybody can follow her, I did want. Well, actually, plug your Instagram real quick because I had a question about your Instagram. Okay. Where can people find you? Plug it. Where can people find you? What is it? On well, social media. First, what is your Instagram so people can? Oh yeah, it's Olivia Dudek underscore, and Dudek is like dude with a K on the end. Hey, it's easy. I got to say <laughs> that. I am pleasantly surprised how like, and I, I don't want this to come off as like Go for negative it. or fake or We're anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <best> yeah. <laughs> pleasantly surprised how like charming and nice and like approachable you are. Oh no. Wow, did you I, not I, think I, she I was going to be that re- way? I get this a lot. Your Go Instagram. What is it? It just, I mean, you look like really good, but it looks like you're like a like a Lakers cheerleader almost. It does not look approachable. Oh, oh. Mm, what do you mean? Because you're so serious and like sexy and. Like, say, fierce. <laughs> Yeah, like fierce, yeah, and like like like, like you wouldn't be like like down to chill. People say that a lot. They're like, you seem very fierce, and then I'm surprised when you're so sweet. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's not just me. So he, no, no, I get that a lot. Well, that's okay. her type. So, She's going for a type. Yeah, it's just I was just an observation I made. I was surprised how like approachable. Oh well, thank. I'll take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. But I'm also like, <laughs> I know my track oh, record. I don't want people not good. to like that's good. think I'm unapproachable. Like maybe try one like like. <laughs> Like I don't know. We're gonna hire you. You're gonna be on our next Are on we? our next um there you go. on our next shoe. 
It's a Our hard, next photo shoot, you can be like, <laughs> it, it, it's a hard pass from Anderson. It's a hard one pass. of um, the looks. Yeah, are you smiling at any of them? Dude, <laughs> you can never tell. Don't tell a girl to smile, dude. Because yeah, you would never tell a guy I'm to not smile. She's never coming back to this podcast. Thanks jump, a lot. Jump Aaron. into no, 2020 with us. I'm laughing because I'm not saying I know it's true. She needs to smile because she's a girl or anything. I'm just saying she smiles a lot in real life. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's well, you know, if you go to Aaron's podcast, you see he's actually exactly what he posts you on his social Instagram. media. Instagram. No, your, your, your social yeah. media is a lot social better media. than mine. Just completely negative the whole time. Um, Guys, I'm not kidding. I, let's wrap kidding. this up. Let's take this off, negative. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, hey, I thought those were very insightful insights. Mm. Very, very Thank good. you, Austin. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I, I liked it. Very, very analytical. Anyway, so Instagram, anywhere else I can find you? Uh, I'm like trying to be better about Twitter. So I like connect with okay. you guys and like I show me how to do it. And the film I comes out. Really, yeah, yeah. When? I, oh. <laughs> Later this year. Yes. Is that? We well, got a follower. Like it's not a yes or no question. She'll give you the update if you um, follow her. Yeah, I will definitely. As soon as I have the updates I'm, and I'm allowed to say them, I will definitely be sharing them, whatever yeah. I can. Um, but as of now, late 2020. Awesome. All right. Great. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you were fantastic. And. Um, Aaron is grateful that you were a nice person. I'm grateful. I thought it was a great podcast. I, yeah. I loved it. I didn't mean to be negative. Great conversation. <laughs> Earlier he said he did not like being negative, and then he didn't mean to be negative, and now just, he's not yeah. even negative. This this is, like, he's yeah. changing every day. I think, we, I think you and me are going to look back at this and be like, hmm, you know what? It was actually, it was good. Yeah. She has I, a photographic memory, so she'll remember As soon all. as she unfollows you on Instagram, <laughs> then it'll be a story to tell. No, we're all following each other. There yeah. we go. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Great pod. <laughs>